Hi, I'm Samuel Luke and welcome to my podcast. I believe that the word of God has the power to transform and take God's people to the next level of glory. God's will and his power is wrapped up in his word. And when we understand how to operate the word, victory is certain. What you think about and what you meditate upon will deeply affect your life. Amen. If you meditate on the right things, you're going to clear the path for the right thing. If you meditate on the negative things, it's going to clear the path for the negative thing to, be, to, to, to happen easily in your life. Okay. Now, that is the mental side of things. Right. That is the mind side of things. Now, the mind is not just created for human beings to have imaginations and thoughts. The mind is created so we can create it in our mind and bring it into reality through our words. Amen. God gave us the mind so that we can imagine it. We can fashion it we can design it according to the way god wants it and then he has given us the power of life in our tongue and then when we speak what we think in our mind and in our heart it will happen eventually in our life our words become the building blocks of our life our mind and our thoughts are the blueprint and the prototype that you have in your mind and you're able to manifest it in your life. Amen. See, even some so-called spiritual people have understood certain types of manifestation and they talk about it. But how much more Christians who have the Holy Spirit with us, who have the mind of Christ with us, the Creator Himself mutually indwelling in us amen there is a flow of energy a flow of the supernatural in our life and yet we are not taking time to train this mind amen to train our thoughts to think the way god thinks and to speak the way god speaks and to design the way god intends for us to live we live life by chance rather than by choice but you ought to live life by choice your your the 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 decisions you make and what must happen in your life must be your choice a lot of people say i give it into god's hands god is in charge of my life you're very wrong my friend god is not in charge of your life God is not responsible for your life. God will help you. But you are responsible. You are in charge of how your life turns out. No matter how good a Christian you are, no matter how much you pray, no matter how much you read the Bible, if you don't think the way God thinks, and if you don't design the way God wants you to design your life, your life will not turn out the way you want it. You want you you want it to, amen. So don't leave life to chance. Make a decision 
that this is how my life is going to be like and you start functioning, designing and doing things the way God wants you to. Amen. So the blueprint we get from the Holy Spirit, right? We go to God. We spend time with God and God gives us, the Bible says God gives us the desires of our, of our hearts. When our desires are in line with Him, His will, His, His, His goodness, you know, all, all things good, His word. He, he wants the best for us. There is no limit to how much God will give you. Amen. To how much that you can excel in life. But what is the only thing that is limiting you? From getting what God wants to give you. What is that? Your mind. Amen. Everybody say. My mind. Is my only limitation. Which I will overcome. Amen. Whatever you think. See for me I'm very scared. Sometimes if I even think something. It will just happen. So I, I need to be very careful. Even with the negative things sometimes. If, if now. There are some negative things that I think. And if I just say it, it will just begin to manifest in my life. So I have to be very careful sometimes how I, 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 I say certain things. I got to be very careful. So I'm always conscious about what I say. I'm always, I, I need to make sure. But sometimes, of course, you know, uh, you're humanly, sometimes your emotions and your, uh, uh, your thoughts, sometimes you're not always perfect. You sometimes say certain things or things certain things, right? And in my life, I have noticed then when I, when I, if I have like a negative thought or something, or if I speak something negative, uh, I will begin to see the effects. Then I will begin to change the way I think. And I correct that. And I say, no, 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 I, I shouldn't have said this. And I correct it. And I begin to speak the right word until I, 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 I correct it. You know what I mean? Because I understand and I've understood that the power of life and death is in my tongue. And the more you believe it and the more you grow in it, you will begin to see the manifestation of it in your life. Okay? The Bible says the yawns, the worlds were framed by the, the word of God. The word. So the, that is why God sent prophets at every point in time. And he said, prophet, you speak. God sent his word from heaven, but the word came to the prophet and the prophet had to speak on earth. Amen. Even when Jesus was born, the angel had to come and speak the word to Mary. And Mary had to agree with that word. If Mary didn't agree with that word, Mary would not have become pregnant with Jesus. She agreed. She said, let it be unto me according to your word. So there is power in God's word. And God sends his word at every time. He wants to do something in your life. So if, if he wants to give you a promotion, if he wants to give you a job, God is going to give you a word and you have to be sharp in your senses to listen to the word and say, that's the word for me. I speak it. I receive it. I, I, I want to invest in him. I, I want to speak it out in my life. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's, it could happen when you're praying. It could happen when you're reading the Bible. It could happen when you're sleeping in a dream. It could happen while I'm preaching. It just depends on how you have tuned yourself to hear God. Amen. So you must be very conscious about the word you receive from God. Amen. You must not leave your... See, first of all, rule number one. Rule number one. Do not 
live by chance. Your life must be the result of choice. Your life is the sum total of the choices you make. The choices you make will take you to where you ought to be. Every decision matters. Amen. Everywhere what you do matters. If you settle for something less, the further you are getting away from what God wants for you. If you're too ambitious <coughs> and lack vision, you'll still do something, but you're still further away from what God wants you to do. So don't think less. Don't be ambitious be a visionary. Amen? Ambition is selfish. Thinking less is also selfish in a way. Where you're like, no, no, no I don't want. I just, whatever, whatever. Alright? And some people are like that. You're not going to lose your salvation. You're still going to make it to heaven. Right? God's not going to be mad at you for choosing less. It's a choice. Everybody say it's a choice. It's a choice. Salvation is a choice. Right? This is the only thing that matters, first of all. Right? But after this, when life begins in Christ, it also takes you through choices. Amen. Everybody say choices. So the choices you make will take you to your destiny. The choices you make will take you to your destiny. That is why you must always be sensitive. Say, God, show me. Amen? You don't have to fast 40 days, 40 nights to get answers. All you have to do is, God, speak to me. Give me an idea. What should I do? Wait. Simply, simply asking that is more than enough. And then become sensitive sensitive and say god i'm gonna hear your voice and god will speak to you even if it feels like god is not speaking to you be consistent persistent and say god i want to know amen and god will speak to you by experience and by other people's experience i can tell you it is real it is true god will speak to you turn to your neighbor and say god will speak to you Amen. So it is a choice. Everything now is a choice. You can choose either to believe or not to believe. Amen. So once you start believing that you are called for what God has called you to do, your life now becomes a visionary. Now everything you do now asks me be like God. What is your will for my life? Amen. I want you to speak to me. I want you to show me. I want you to teach me how to understand your will. Amen. It is a choice. Some Christians, they get saved. 
they receive eternal life but they're not having the best of prosperity they're not experiencing the best of health or they may not experience the best of whatever now there are different reasons why it happens but we still got to believe it is god's will for me to be well it is his will for me to be prosperous amen it is his will for me to have a sound mind it is his will for me to be successful amen it is his will for me amen it is his absolute will for me to have all of this in my life so the quality of your life now starts depending on what you believe the quality of your life now becomes about what you believe the more we grow in the word he will give us a better understanding of what he wants for us amen god will begin to give us a better understanding of what his best is for us but i want you to know at the same time that we also live in a broken world we live in a a world that is that has sickness that has pain that has suffering and we all come from different backgrounds different circumstances and all of that right so when we first come in we might come in with baggage we might come in with pain we might come with with sickness we might come with with some sort of uh, 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 a wrong way of looking at things and we might come in with a lot of hurt or whatever with a sickness or whatever but the moment we come in what we have to understand is this yes it's there but it's not my portion amen now when your life begins with jesus it's all about him cleaning up step at a time fix, fixing things one step at a time see in my own life when god began to clean up the mess and all the all the all the junk from my life it didn't just happen within a short time it took time right it took time for god to take away some things it took time to fix certain relationships it took time to fix certain sicknesses it took time to to do certain things in my life but all those years my only vision was god what is your will for my life amen it might take some time to fix certain things in our lives because of our own hurt and our own lack of understanding sometimes amen and those are times when we we feel like saying god why is this happening in my life why can't you just give me an answer right now Why can't you just do this for me right now? Mm? We are, we can ask those questions, right? We can say, God, what what why is it not happening immediately? See, that we need to learn to be patient. The Bible says that they inherited the promises through faith and and patience or perseverance. faith Abraham had faith but he still had to wait 
He could have said, God, you told me that I will have a son. Why is it not happening? And of course, he, did he make mistakes? Yes, he made a mistake. And similarly, you know, when God speaks to us sometimes, there are chances that we will make the wrong decision and, and go a complete U-turn and come back. God says, do this. Yes, God. And then we do the complete opposite thing. And halfway down, we're like, oh my God, what have I done? God is still faithful. Come on, somebody. Turn to your neighbor and say, God is still faithful. He's still faithful. God loves you. Amen. He's not waiting to punish you because you made a wrong decision. He's not going to, you know, some people say, if you don't do God's will, oh, you're going to be in trouble. No, you're not going to be in trouble. You're just going to go somewhere. But His grace, when you said God is going to bring you back here, Oh, so much time wasted. No, the Bible says he will restore the wasted years. He will restore the years the locusts have eaten. Does it mean uh, even if I deliberately uh, waste my time, God will restore? Yes, the prodigal son wasted all of his father's money and came back and the father restored him back to his original and gave him the whole kingdom. Amen. You will not miss out. That doesn't mean you take it for granted. Amen. It doesn't mean you just go around, do whatever you want. No. When God starts pulling your heart and he says, that's when you say, God, yes, I want to. Well, maybe for 70 years old, you say, God, I want to give my life back to you. Then maybe it's too late. He's already too old. <laughs> you know, there's no more time, you know, unless, unless you suddenly become immortal or something. Yeah. <laughs> So, don't wait until you are 70 years old, 60, 70, 80 years old to 60, 70, 80 years old to redeem time. Yeah? Then you have to start praying for immortality. <laughs> yeah? So, you have to start praying for immortality. Alright? So, everybody say, my life is the sum total of the choices I make okay so these choices depends on our mindset now okay everybody say mindset your mindset will determine the choices you make what you think about what you believe in, what your value system is. So you must have core values. Everybody say core value. Your core values will determine your mindset. Amen. If you are passionate about animals, Your core value is, I am an ethical eater. Ethics for animals. Ethics for, you know, all of these things. Your mindset will directly affect the choices you make. And you choose now to stop eating meat and you become vegan. 
like Simeon. <laughs> what made you choose to become a vegan? Your choice. Your choice. What affected your choice? Your mindset. What made your mindset change? Your core value. And your core value was affected by the input. Where, where did that input come from? From a YouTube video <laughs> that showed how they kill pigs and how chickens are crammed up in a space. And it hasn't affected me so far. I watched all those videos. I still don't, cannot say, I know. So my core value is <laughs> not changing no matter how much input is coming from, you know, vegans. It's not changing. I still, my mindset is, it's okay to eat meat because I rationalize it, right? I say, well, it's fine. What can I do? I like meat, right? So, but if you're really affected by that video you saw on YouTube, if you're really affected by that link someone sent and it just hurt you so much and you couldn't see that, watch that puppy in pain, you couldn't watch that duck's liver being filled with fat and, you know, uh, you know, yeah, all that, all the delicacies being made from duck liver and all that. Have you eaten that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, because there's a delicacy that I love. It's called, uh, hi, which one? Sorry, not pate. No, no, no. That's that's duck liver. This is fattened duck liver. It's different. So it's um, goose liver actually. So it's it's very expensive and it's a delicacy like caviar. Anyway, so uh, so and somebody said uh, that this is how they do it and it's really cruel, right? And I felt bad for the duck, <laughs> but I justified my thoughts by saying it's too delicious, right? And for me, it's like well, you know, I'm supposed to enjoy you know life. You know, how can I you know? But at the same time, the input has not changed my core value so for a vegan the core value i know i'm not i'm not putting down vegans if they want to be vegans according to their faith let them be but according to my faith i am i love meat all right so i'm not putting down anybody it's somebody who wants to be vegetarian it's totally their choice no hard feelings okay so their core value i'm just giving you an example so core values so their values derived by the inputs. They saw something, they got affected. So the neural pathways were like clearing, clearing, clearing. The more they watched it, the more they read on it, the more they thought about it, it cleared the path and they said, yes, this is my core value now. This is how I'm going to think. This is how I'm going to behave. So I'm going to change my mindset and I'm going to make a choice to become a vegetarian or a vegan. The conversion began. Right? Similarly, when you are a Christian, what you input into your life, in your life, will determine the core values. And where do we get those core values from? From the word of God. His word becomes our core values. Our value system is now derived from the word. Amen. Praise the Lord. 
We, we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. We are totally changed by the core values that we have. Yes, we are saved by grace. Yes, we are born of God, born of the Spirit of God. But the more we meditate on the Word, the more we digest the Word, the more we, 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 we grow in the Word, the more our entirety changes. And that is because the core values are also God's values. God has core values. God has core principles. Amen. He is a God of, the Bible says, God is a God of order. We must do, He has an order. God is not chaotic. Amen. God is a God of integrity. God is a God of patterns. God is a God of seasons. God is a God of, 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 of things just sinking together. Amen. He will not come and tell you one day I've called you to be this and tomorrow come and tell something else to contradict it. Everything about God falls into line. Everything about God says uh, patterns, system, organized seasons look at this world seasons can you see anything out of place in this world except for what man has cost god is a god of order amen you go to a particular place there are seasons and animals and people who sink into that place he's like that and he everything that he does personally in our life also is derived from the core values that he has in his word are you getting what I'm saying? Alright. So this value system is who God is. So when the Bible says, Be holy for God is holy. It is not a command for you to be holy. The Bible is saying, You are also a son of God. So you can also be holy like him. You understand? The Bible is not saying, God is holy, so you should also be holy. He's saying, you are also like God. You can also be like Him. Amen. So, when we think of holy, right? We think like this. Oh, holy, 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 holy. <laughs> Only angels do that. We don't do that. Only angels say holy, holy, holy. You know why? Holy means separated. Different. Unique. Holy doesn't mean white, pure, untouched. No, no. The word holy there means separated. The one who lives in unapproachable light. So the seraphims would say holy, holy because you are separated from us. You are different from us. So they couldn't approach him. But when God created man, he walked with him. There was no separation. Come on somebody, am I talking to somebody? Am I talking to somebody? Amen. So God did not separate himself from the human being. He could not. Because as God was holy and separated, mankind who he created was also holy and separated. That's why the Bible says in the book of Ephesians that before, come on, let's go to Ephesians chapter 1. Ephesians chapter 1. Holy and separated. Look, Ephesians chapter 1. 
verse 4. Just as he chose us in him before the foundation of, foundation of the world. That we, that we should be holy and without blame before him. Wait, he decided that we should be holy. So, this holiness has nothing to do with, I'm wearing white and white. I'm walking like a saint. This holiness has to do with how you were created. Oh, come on somebody. This holiness has to do with how he was separated. He separated you unto himself. Are you understanding? So when people talk about holy, now they made a religious thing about being holy. It's not a religious thing. See, you have to be holy, okay? Dress holy. Eh? Dress holy. There's no such thing as dress holy. You understand? Why are you dressed like you're not holy? See, there is no holy thing holy. No, 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 no. You have to understand something. When you understand that you are holy, the way you dress changes. You understand? When you realize that your core value comes from His Word, that's why people can come dress anyhow, anywhere you can get anything, come to church. I will not say anything. Oh, we have to dress. No, you come in shorts and slippers, I won't care. Okay? It doesn't matter. Because see, for me, end of the day, it's for me, for you to understand and realize who you are in Christ Jesus. Amen. If you dress funny, it's up to God to now change your heart. And you decide. I can't make you to be holy. Me thinking that I shall make you holy is a religious act. But if I tell you who you are, and who God called you to be even before the foundations of the earth were laid. Your mind shares. The input is changing your core value. You're looking at yourself. Not as a sex symbol. Look at me, I'm so sexy. You are looking at yourself as someone called by God. As a woman of God, man of God. Amen. The way you look at yourself changes. It's not about a fashion statement anymore. It's about who God has called me to be. Who I am. So your input now is from the word. Your core value changes. Your mindset changes. Things that used to affect you before don't affect you anymore. Because your core value is, I've got greater things in mind. They're gossiping about certain things that, well, it doesn't affect you anymore. You're not part of it anymore because your core value changed. You're deriving input from the word of God. You're deriving how your output should be must be totally different. Amen. Praise the Lord. So your mindset changes. So now the choices you make at work are different. The choice of words you speak become different. The decisions you make become different. And that choices leads you your destiny because life is the sum total of the choices you make and these choices are determined by your mindset what do you think if you think doing something bad is okay it will be very easy to convince you 
right? Right? You understand what I'm saying? So if you think something bad is okay, you know, everybody does it. It's okay. It's not harmful. It's it's better than smoking a cigarette. It's okay. Everybody's passing around. I don't mind having a drag. Everybody's doing this thing. And that's how it starts. You understand? So now uh, some some I uh, sometimes they say, oh, it's not harmful for me, so I, I told you to do it. It's better than smoking a cigarette, and people want to, you know, you know, like with the whole, uh, what do you call that, medical, mm-hmm. medical marijuana, yeah. So uh, the the justification. Have you guys heard of it? You know, medical reasons, recreational purposes. Now marijuana is becoming legal, right? So, so many people are beginning to smoke marijuana legally or whatever in some parts of the world. So. What was once considered as not good is slowly being accepted by society. Have you ever, have you guys ever seen swimsuits in the 1960s? It's like a prom dress today. You understand what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? The swimsuits in the 70s look like dresses today. Like, so now it's like basically there's nothing. So back then it was like completely unthinkable for someone to go out in public like that. But slowly over a period of time, what happened? What changed? The mindset changes. So it's okay to show more, right? The mindset changes. Many years ago to come out as a, you know, as a different sexual orientation or whatever was unthinkable. But over a period of time, what happened? The mindset changes. Where did the mindset change? The core values, the input given by different organizations and media and stuff like that. That is why media plays a huge role in controlling the minds of the people. If the government wants you to think a certain way, all they have to do is a long-term plan of how to change the mindset of people. If a company wants to sell a product, all they have to do is plan how to put out advertisements, get you so used to it, get those neural pathways trained. So your brain gets trained to think that Coke is better than Pepsi. How many of you believe Coke is better than Pepsi? I think Coke is better than Pepsi, but I also know that my neural pathways were trained by Coke. I also believe Apple is better than Android, but I also know Apple is not that great. But I will still buy Apple because what to do? Because of marketing and they're genius. Because they have understood that if I can get the mindset, I will make him to choose Apple than Android. As simple as that. Amen. <laughs> and that's how companies do. That's what that's what companies do. They train you to think a certain way. Okay? They make you think straight hair is better than curly hair. So you will sit and cur- straighten your hair all morning. One hour. Yeah? You know, have you heard of fair and lovely in India? <laughs> fair skin is beautiful. So they put fair and lovely. You come to the West, dark is beautiful. Go and sit in the sun and become black. <laughs> So why is fair and lovely there? Why dark here? Because there, 
they they have to sell something what you don't have will give you here what you don't have here tan in order to do that i have to make you think that black is beautiful here there i have to make you think white is beautiful so they train the neural pathways to think a certain way and you are thinking i am making the right choices if you have time go and watch this documentary called social dilemma have you anyone watched social dilemma have you watched it you will know what i'm talking about go and watch social dilemma you will be amazed how social media and the companies know you better than you know yourself and yet we are christians and god has been calling us renew your mind change your mind think the way i think and i don't like to be controlled no religion i don't want to don't control me yet you allow <laughs> yet you do know the enemy has been training generations to think a certain way to act a certain way to behave a certain way and god is calling us to say think like me have the kingdom mindset in mind amen praise the lord everybody say my life my is a sum total of the choices i make there are standards set by media that should not get into our mind it should not make us think that we are any less amen oh if i have this i will look better if i have this i will feel better if i have that thing i would no those are not our core values it's okay to have good things it's okay to look good it's okay but even if you don't don't let it determine your values your identity when it comes from god and his word even if you are at the bottom of the pit and you don't feel like you have any of those things your value system will be from god and it will not put you into depression amen say this with me my value system my value system comes from god comes from his word so when you train those neural pathways that is the renewal of the mind amen you take the word you listen to the messages and you allow the neural pathways to be trained by the word of god and say god this is how i'm going to think oh i know that that's why people go through anxiety and depression why does anxiety and depression come you don't know why it's affecting you but there is a there is a pathway there is a root cause that has happened but you don't associate it with that but if you dig deeper you'll find out that anxiety and depression are very closely related to some root there which you just blinded to amen you know when um when I, i'll give a very common example in the when somebody has decided they like somebody right um it's not every time but sometimes most times when somebody has decided that in fact you know how many of you how many of you have been infatuated in life <laughs> huh you have you ever been infatuated and had love feelings in your heart no never okay any, anyone okay no need to say but yeah yeah the infatuation feeling right and you keep thinking about that person right and all the time you're dreaming like this is how it's going to be this is how and you've already 
built a perfect life in your mind with that person you built a house you have a dog you have a nice car you know you have a nice job you know you have three kids you have names for the kids everything you have you have you have thought in your mind no matter what anyone says yeah so that's why sometimes when someone comes and tells me or some if I, someone says i like this person even if that person is not for them if i tell them they will not listen so i will not tell i'll say okay you go and ask god you 100% confirm from god that it is god because that's one decision i will not make for them you understand because even if i say no they will come with 5000 bible verses <laughs> and prophesy to me <laughs> about why that person is of them because their mind has been set it is my decision this is what i want it's not just that i think in a lot of areas as well when we put our mind on something and somebody says don't you will think of every reason why it should be even if it is wrong you understand what i'm saying why you have trained your mind that doesn't mean that every time you're wrong okay don't think oh no 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 not every time sometimes okay so that is why uh, if more often times you come and tell me i'll be like go and pray about it okay it can be for a job it can be for a car that you want to buy it can be for a house you want to buy it can be for anything in life when you have decided you have You know what I'm saying? When you have decided you have decided. It's very difficult right to take your mind off it. Why is it difficult? Why do people get upset? Why do people are disappointed when things don't go the way they want it? Because they have invested too much in their mind. Right? But after see that's why they say they get over breakups in 2 weeks, right? Have you, you know when somebody breaks up in a relationship right why it takes 3 weeks for them to overcome and and get over that relationship some people one year that's different <laughs> for me 3 3 weeks or two one day maybe <laughs> but you know <laughs> some people 3 3 weeks i don't know why does it take a certain amount of time to overcome that yeah thoughts yeah because it's a it's a emotion the pathway that you have set your mind You understand? You have invested so much emotions. So how come you, three weeks before you were so much in love, then three weeks later gone that feeling? How did it go away? Because now they say, no, I'm distracting myself with these things. You heard people say? Yeah, yeah? I'm distracting. Why? So they are trying not to think about it and train their mind on something else. And when they keep training their mind on that, eventually this pathway gets depleted and they are getting quote unquote getting over it yeah the same way with god as well the more we invest in this word the more it is the more we get away from the word and watch too much netflix and watch too much youtube videos and stay too much on the phone it leads to depression how many of you know using too much phone leads to depression because you're disconnecting yourself from the real world 
and connecting yourself with an alternate world that is not giving you real substance. The real substance comes from the input, the God, God's word that's going to change your values and change your mindset. So always be conscious. What you put in your mind will change you. Will affect the choices you make. Will affect the words you speak. And alter the course of your life. Amen? Don't just live anyhow. Make a conscious choice to think. You know, um, I recently saw like a poster. It said, you know why uh, luxury car companies don't have uh, advertisements? Like they don't have to advertise. I mean, and then and somebody said, I like that as well. I don't think that's logically correct, but it made sense as well. It says people who earn so much money don't waste their time watching TV or something. <laughs> you know, uh, so those luxury companies, you never f- see them in advertisements. They don't have to prove to the general crowd that they need to buy it. They're just there, right? But it's the general crowds that needs to be thinking a certain way. But we're not going to be that kind. Amen? How, how much more we who are kingdom citizens, who have the word of God and have a greater destiny that must be training our minds with the word of God. Amen? You know, I, I liked um, Robin's faith. I spent a day with him and I was talking to him and I was trying to understand you know why he got fired from the job previously and all that and he said something um, I was like what what is he saying he said I'm happy I got fired said, that's not a right attitude you know uh, I didn't get him so I, I felt very what are you talking about he said I, I'm happy that I got offended but later on as I observed his journey is when I understood where he came from he had come from a place of this is not good enough for me. I'm going to go for the best. I'm going to go for what I want. Amen. And I admire that. At first I was offended. I was like, what? Are you serious? You, you're happy that you lost your job? It's, you understand? At that point I was like, what do you mean? Are you not grateful? That's the thought that will come to your mind. Right? How can you say that? That you're happy that you... Are you trying to be like... But no. What he meant was, yeah, 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 he's here. I'm grateful. But I see something. So that one was a choice. If he wanted to, he could have stayed there. But he said, I'm going to train my mind to think for something better. Amen? I like that. I like that. That was a lesson right there. So he said, no, I'm not going to go for settle for something less. I'm going to train my mind for something greater. And he said, I'm going to go for it. And then he, t- he kept talking to me about it. I said, okay, let's pray. Let's pray. We prayed. And now, came back with a testimony. Amen. So, whatever you do in life, let it be a choice. So, don't go and quit your job and say, God, I'm <laughs> hear from God. Okay? Hear from God. Grow your faith. Have the audacity to say, I will 
be fired <laughs> if you can't have faith for another job don't say that please <laughs> you see so if you can say it like him and say okay so you you know for sure for what direction god is leading you to amen you you understand what i'm saying so um choice so there i saw choice refuse to be going anywhere less deciding and making a choice to go for god's best amen so make those kind of choices align yourself with the word of god and the more and more you read the word the more and more you understand god's will for your life the more the quality of your life will begin to change and become better amen it might seem like it's taking a while sometimes but always know god my breakthrough is coming my miracle is coming my my elevation is coming whatever you have for me is coming what i'm going to keep thinking it i'm going to keep speaking it and i'm going to keep believing it amen let's pray father we thank you lord the entrance of your word brings light lord i thank you for everyone who's here today listening to this message and father those who are on podcast i bless them oh lord every listener let their life become a sum total of the choices they make oh father god And Lord, even I'm also praying for those who have made wrong choices in the past. Father, the Bible says that God, you will restore them, O oh Lord. You will you will restore all the wasted years of Father God, all the the things that the locusts have eaten. Father, we speak, I speak life into them, O oh Lord, right now. Let restoration happen, Lord. Lord, maybe things happen not because of their choice, but maybe because of others bad choices and decisions that they were affected indirectly lord lord i also speak restoration for them oh lord father god i pray for those lord who have been affected by negative things especially this year lord help us to train our mind and have the mind of christ and to think the way that you want us to think oh father god Lord yes we are saved we are we have the life of Christ in us but Lord i also speak lord that the quality of every one of our lives must increase day after day lord Lord we are not settling for anything less we are kingdom people we have the mind of Christ we just don't live by principles but we live by the spirit of God the life of God is in us and we we put to work the word of God things will begin to happen and i speak it and i release the life into everybody right now in the mighty name of Jesus we give you the glory honor and praise lord in Jesus precious name we pray amen amen god bless you